Cousin, I need four dicks right here. I'm going to suck them. I have four dicks, four bar holes. Cousin. I think it's free lunchtime. Cool. We're doing it. We're doing it. What's up, Sam? Well, I'll tell you one thing that's up right now. Mm -hmm. We got the code wrong for uh, Wall Free Lunch Live in Brisbane. Bro, you have to tell me these things. <laughs> I, only, the I only found out yesterday because a bunch of people messaged me to be like, hey, how come the code you gave out doesn't work? Oh, okay. W the code was hogs, right? The code was hogs. That's the code I submitted. Uh -huh. That's the code that was approved. And you're fantastic now, agent. But is <laughs> the code is now, all capitals, hogs50. Hogs50. And yes. what does that get you? H-O-G-S-5-0. 50% off tickets. 50% off tickets. Yes. Is that for the podcast and the split show? Yes, but you've got to buy them separately. Sure. Okay, so you can't cool. buy them together. But HOGS50, all capitals, that's your discount code. Okay. Well, there you go. It's probably good that we did this at the beginning. I think I think it's good that we just got it out of the way. What the fuck? What did he What did he? Th I don't know. I don't know. This guy's in charge of a lot of your stuff. I know now. he's in charge of a lot <laughs> okay, of my cool, stuff. Yeah, now. Right. I'm fully aware. God damn it. And I love him to death. He's a human. nice boy, but He's fuck. a nice guy. God damn. Well, whatever, dude. It's fucking woe free lunch. Episode 40, I believe. Is it dude. episode 40? Yeah, 4 zero, dude. Oh, man. It's a big deal. We are coming up to the anniversary. We're coming up to a year. Yeah, holy shit. We really are. Mm, we really are. We got to do something for the year. We're going to have to make a whole song and dance about it. I know I've been drinking a bit too much in the last five days because this coffee just tastes like a really weak stout right now. Bro. Yeah, so where have you been? You've been in the Blue Mountains. Mm. You went to Melbourne? So we're doing a late night record. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, and we're celebrating our 40th episode by not fucking calling anyone. Give yeah, us a giving, break. giving ourselves Give a break. Give us a break, dude. dude. You Jesus try Christ. it. It's you fucking hard as shit. Every week dealing with rejection? Fucking hell. God damn, we really need to change the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our fault that Sydney closes at fucking 9 p.m. Correct him under. If we lived in a, in an actual world city, yeah, dude. we'd be able to call up for a lunch at one in the morning. Dude, could you imagine if we were doing this podcast when the cross was at its height? Oh, dude. Bro. We'd get Johnny Ibrahim on. <laughs> dude, we would fucking just, it's like 100% free lunches all the time because we would just be like, it, the guy would, I'll tell you what it would be. We would call up and the guy would be like, literally, this is the first non-threatening phone call I've gotten <laughs> all night. Dude, it would barely yes. be a podcast. We'd just release 10-second clips of you and I shaking hands and, like, wog-hugging. People outside of venues. Dude, wog-hugging is awesome. What a term. Wog-hugging, you know, you'll pull them in. You don't know them. If you know them really well, give them a little kiss on the cheek. Yep. You know, stubble to lip, lip to stubble. That's but nice, not gay. Dude. That's not gay. It's you nice. You just do wogs. It's nice. It's nice to kiss another wog. It, yeah, well, I imagine. Yeah. it's. I just have to kiss wogs. Yeah, you have to, for, yeah, you have to go fucking really go for it's it. It's not nice to kiss another Welsh person you got to do it like i imagine you kissing another welsh person looks like you you see the the uh fucking footy coach of the soccer team that won the women's world cup like just make out with one of the chicks i've got I've, I've i'm about to blow your mind wasn't the coach what it was the head it was the head of the spanish football federation oh that's awesome yeah and if you haven't seen the video it's pretty mental he just grabs her on the face and smooches her on the lips and she said in a press conference she mm. was like i did not like it Mm. But also, it was the heat of the moment. It was mutual, <laughs> and it was respectful. It was mutual affection in the heat of the moment. That's awesome. Because they understand passion. They understand passion. They understand passion. That is mad. I reckon he was like, I could probably get one by right now. Also, that wasn't the only kiss he did. Really? He kept kissing her the whole night. Dude, that is so sick. Imagine being fo FIFA Football Federation Spain's chairman's wife. You ever play that game Football Manager? Yeah, a lot when I was a That'd kid. That'd be sick if you could. If that was a button you could press, where it's like just make out with Ronaldinho. <laughs> it's like you Bro. see the money counter going down because you're just kissing the players. You tank your stock because you keep giving Kaka a big smoochie <laughs> on the lips. I took him from League Two to the Premier League, and now we've won over the course of three years on my Dell computer <laughs> in 2008. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Sims for boys. Sims for boys. I built a pool for Ronaldo with no ladder. swimming in it, shirtless, and I'm kissing him. I am the coach. <laughs> but it was so it was so fascinating to watch like her approach to it. To be like, I did not enjoy it, but I understand. I get it. I am an obvious 10. <laughs> I, I, I am an obvious 10. It's even on the back of my jersey. Okay. <laughs> That's how we do it in Spain. <laughs> this is sexy. Okay. The ugliest girl is the goalie. <laughs> I'm sure you've noticed. You would have noticed. 
That's why she wear long sleeves and gloves. Cover as much up as possible. The gloves, she has fucked hands. It's <laughs> her hands are crazy. It's gross. Burnt by paella, paella <laughs> pants. All crispy on the bottom. Good grip, terrible to look at. She, you know, you know what his response was to mm. people being like, do you think that's inappropriate? So she's like, I didn't like it, but you know, it was mutual, it was the height of passion. He goes, it's not important. <laughs> he just flat out was like, it's not important. That's it's about awesome. the game. He's so embarrassed. That's what. He's that's so the, embarrassed. That's the embarrassed response. Like, ah, oh, shut up, shut up, dude. Because he's. He, he, I imagine it would have been. Because the Spanish, they're very passionate people. Yes. They're gonna. I think I can see you getting caught up in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. But like, let's fucking do it, dude. We did it. And then, but now he has to. If he wants to prove that it didn't matter, he has to coach a men's team and make out with the dude. Yes. Yeah. He's he, he's got to give a Spanish forward a big smooch on a hairy chinny chin chin. Yes. To even then, I'd be like, see, I do it forever. Like he's not gonna do it, but he sees the cameras. He's like, oh, he has to, like feign excitement. Oh. <laughs> But the difference is the man is going to be like, the fuck, hombre? What the fuck? Come on, my PR agency told me to fuck it. <laughs> he drops the accent as well. It's all yeah, that. It's all, yeah. The stadium behind him falls down. It's a set. <laughs> the whole thing's a set. Do you know that Spain actually faked the gay kiss? <laughs> <laughs> the gay kiss faked round the world. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like sexting is one of the realms where like, if it's between a man and a woman, the woman does have the power. Where it's yeah. like, I feel, and every woman that I've done that with is always so much more comfortable sending me stuff. Yes, it, the ball is firmly in the netball court. And I, yeah, 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 we're, we're not talking basketball here at all. Yeah. And even when I do send a dick pic, I'm, even though I have relatively good self-esteem in that area, I'm like, and even that someone that likes seeing a dick pic, mm. I'm like, do you, do you really want to see it? Like, it's, 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 it's nice, but it's no tits. Sure, yeah, it is more like, I mean, so, and look, People do. People like seeing dick pics every now and again. Mm. But also, like, I'm not good with angles for my, like, face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To take a selfie. The face, not good. The window to the soul, even worse. That's right. Like, so I'm like, I can't, like, I don't know. I've I've literally, to this day, dude, no bullshit, I've never taken a dick pic. No, I've taken them. I've never sent them. Ah, okay. I've, I've taken them, become discouraged, and then been like... You know what? Maybe another time. Does your because mine does that thing where I go to queue it up. My dick's like, no, I'm sh- stop it. Mine turns into another dick in a photo. <laughs> yeah, my dude. My dick is one dick in real life, and then in the photo, it's like I've lived many moons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I take a photo of it, and I'm like, man, I have the dick of a 55 year old pig farmer from Carmarthenshire. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like this really pasty, red, pubed, worn out, tired, oddly pink. And then I look at it in regular and I'm like, it's fine. It's lovely. Yeah, it's good here, dude. And then I take a picture of it. It looks like it has stories of the Irish Civil War. I tried to explain this to a girl one time. I was like, taking a picture of my penis is like, have you ever taken a picture of the moon? <laughs> it like... You see it, but it doesn't capture it. <laughs> you're like, you're like, it's so nice in person. The second you try to take a photo yeah. of it, you're like, where is it? Where's it? Going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just disappears. It's blurry. It's what weird. The it's fuck! It just looks like shit. The size ratios are off. Seriously, where they started doing like the new galaxy rollouts of like, look, we took the photo of this photo of the moon was taken by the galaxy. I was like, finally, a phone for my dick. Finally, a phone for my <laughs> penis. Also, I think photos of the moon are one of the most redundant photos you can possibly take. It's like it's there. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, because we all think that we have the best view of the moon. We're like, oh, look at the moon. That's why like blood moons and shit do nothing for me. When people are like, there's a blood moon, like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, see, that's exciting to me. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting to me. I don't know. I don't, so the, the moon's a different, slight, a slightly different color tonight. You know. I'm oh no, I I think it's I think it's special because I've I've started to notice, and this sounds hokey pokey, but when there's a full moon or a blood moon, and I'm out that night, mm. people are genuinely fucking mental. Like it does a it does a thing, and I think because we're around people all the time, and there's full moons so many times, mm-hmm. you don't notice it. But when you start looking for it, mm. and there's a full moon up, and you just observe the city or space you're in, people are different. People get drunker quicker. They take more risks. People are louder. Music goes harder. Something fucking happens socially when there's a full moon. I really believe that. It's 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 a different vibration. 
What do you? Is it like a water thing? Like people, like water's controlled, blah, blah, blah. All right, you want me to get very hokey pokey? Yes. I think all of this is so interconnected in a way that is completely incomprehensible. Sure. So I, that's why I also think there's some truth to astrology. Mm. I was like, why wouldn't that? Why, when you're born and what the planets are doing, why wouldn't that at least fuck with you a little bit? Sure. No, I totally get it, dude. 100%. I fucking, there's a reason why I'm afraid. This is the thing. There's a reason I'm, I know it's real because I'm afraid of it. Yeah, sure. Right? So like when someone gets into really astrology chat and like birth charts and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't want to know, dude. Yeah. Because I think part of me really believes it. Like, I think they're going to look up and be like, you're fucking dude. I've, <laughs> like, I, I've, I've found some, I've found some assessments of personal characters where I'm like, oh, that's, look, that's not wrong. Mm. But here's the problem. They're all quite general. And, but there are some where I'm like, I'm definitely not that one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where there's somewhere is like, isn't it weird that like some star signs are like, you're very generous, but you take offense easy. And mm. then other ones are like, you take offense easy, but you're very generous. Yes. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so? Yeah, I don't like that pre-destiny bullshit. Well, it's kind of, uh, I can't remember, it, it blew my mind a little while ago and it's changed. The, I've really relaxed about the whole like sort of uh, interdimensional, multidimensional universe thing. Where it's like, you know, there's multiple dimensions sure. and alternate realities. Sure. You could have been anything. The true hell is seeing the person you could have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a there's a there's a real argument to say that this is the worst version of you. Yeah, there really is. Yeah. There's also a really much sadder argument to say this, this is, is the best. This is the best, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, that's Jesus Christ. I hope this isn't the best. But like, what is the best ver- like is there a reality where you're like super president doctor? Super president doctor Bowden? Yeah. Is that like but, what? But see that that doesn't sound like a fun reality to me. See, I think the reality, awesome. I think the reality where it's like it's the best thing that ever happened, and you go, "You're super president, doctor." Yeah, I'm gonna be like, that sounds like too much work. But it's the best version of you, so surely that means that but the best version of me doesn't mean I'm gonna be the happiest. So is the worst version of you super president, doctor? It's definitely not the worst version of me, but it might be one of the worst realities. Well, if they're like, there's an alternate universe here where you are super president doctor. Mm. <laughs> Chairman Supreme. Chairman super, Supreme. Super president doctor Chairman, Chairman Supreme. Supreme. <laughs> I'm a doctor. I rule the world and I also invented the pizza. That is like, stressful. You're also Beyonce in that reality. I'm Beyonce like, as well. Yeah, it's awesome. Like it's Kang the Conqueror. Like <laughs> that super president doctor Chairman Supreme. Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce, Beyonce Bowden. Bowden. That is actually really funny that you dropped lemonade, but you also dropped like drone strikes. <laughs> yeah. In a reality where and it's like in all of your staff, like the board around you while you're like around the Skype cameras where they take out Osama Bin Laden is all backup dancers and booty <laughs> shorts. Because I'm watching that from a recording studio. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. You sample it. That's your next big hit. Yeah, I just sampled the Osama Bin Laden thing that I did. Congratulations to me. But the song tanks, and it's very confusing. Meanwhile, just in my off time, I'm wearing like a CD on my head and I'm operating on people. It's like, <laughs> I don't have any fucking energy for this. <laughs> well, well, where do you think on the spectrum of alternate realities do you currently sit? Do you like one, uh, let's go zero. Zero being um, your mum and dad never left Serbia. And it's not, it's not pleasant. It's mm-hmm. not fun. Sure. And you're homeless. I'm toiling. You're toiling in the fields, mm-hmm. but you're also homeless and you have no food. Like, it's just the worst. I'm homeless and toiling? You're toiling. What a meager existence. I know. You're toiling homelessness. That sucks. Dude, if you're homeless, you toil. That's what you do. Sure. I mean, you could call them quests, but you know. Yeah, it's not fun like that. Yeah. 10 being your version of super... Super President, Doctor, Chairman Supreme, Beyonce, Malinkovich. <laughs> where do I rank right now between yeah, where those? Where do you two? rank on that? And you're allowed to do point fours, point fives, point sixes, point sevens, zero to ten. I reckon I'm constantly torn between this is either like my because f- I I like that the philosophy of like uh you have the, have we talked about this before on the podcast? I I've always wa- I was like. I was like, "What? Try this on for a philosophy of ha- like the universe." Uh-huh. We're fucking doing it, dude. Um, that there's that theory that we're all gods. We're just pretending not to be. Uh huh. Right. A very comforting theory, which is kind of nice to be like. If you were a god, that eventually you would get to a point where you are bored of knowing everything all the time, and mm-hmm. so you would create something, wait, like a simulation, where you didn't know what was going to happen, and yep. then you create 
Alex Malinkovich. Yes. You create Sam Bowden. Uh-huh. You're like, all right, what if the most important thing to me is to just like fucking do comedy in Sydney? <laughs> like, you yeah, know what as, I mean? as in like, this is your challenge. Yes. Make it in a medium that doesn't pay well. Yes. And is the one of the least respected art forms in the most expensive city in the world. Yes. And then after you've done that, you go, okay, fine. I'm going to see what it's like as a Somali pirate. Sure. All right. right. So you go hopping. You go hopping through every sort of existence and almost like that is a God in training. Like you have to experience every experience possible to become a God. So like uni in the, in the God world is going into the simulation and you have to be, you have to try every existence, hundred percent clock existence. Uh Uh-huh. And then only then do you become, do you join a council of gods? Oh, God, man. I hope now I've gotten a lot of the hard ones out of the way. Because, That's what I'm saying. So you said Somali pirate. And I'm like, that is the one of the only fun options in the entire continent of Africa. Yes. So in that scale, I'm like, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Because like, surely this one, he's probably already done the Somali pirate. Yeah, you're white now. Yeah, he's got, he's got into this shade. Yeah. Yeah, you've got you. Okay, so I'm like, there's nowhere to go but up from here. You've reached, you've reached the second easiest <laughs> tier of shade. Like you've second easiest. You've reached the second easiest tier. He gave me. He's he's gone to Eastern Europe. Yep. So he's he's done all the fucked ones already. Surely. Yep. All the super. Let's go with super difficult. <laughs> let's go with super <laughs> difficult ones. <laughs> The super difficult the, one. The hard mode. The hard mode. He's already clocked it on hard mode. And You've now he's made just the iPhone the you're using. Yes. Yep. So it's like surely from here, it's just up. Yeah. Right? Surely, unless it's the opposite. Unless, <gasps> unless you, you start, start on easy mode. You go like, okay, we'll start as a non-binary chick in 2030. Yep. And we'll, we'll work our way to Somali pirate with no yep. legs. I would, I would say Somali pirate still isn't the hardest mode. With no legs? No, no legs. That's hard, but you know, I'll strap What's it to the boat. What's extreme difficulty? Street, I reckon it's Somali pirate adjacent. <laughs> I reckon, because you're still on a boat, and to me that's kind of nice. You get a couple of guns. Sure, luxury. You know I mean? yeah, Shoot yeah. them in the air. Sure. Try and like fucking take it's over nice. a Dutch tanker that's you, 700 tons and you're in a dinghy. Yeah, you get to meet Tom Hanks. It's pretty sick. Yeah, it's like, pretty cool. <laughs> it's cool. Dude, the fucking the kicks you'd get out of that being like, we're in a dinghy. Watch us stop this giant behemoth. Yeah, that's pretty mad. Yeah. So what's more difficult than that? You just go a little bit, a little bit more west. Mm-hmm. Stumble into Angola. Mm-hmm. You're a, you're a, you're an AIDS baby, and you're working in the cobalt mines with your mum, and you're strapped to her back. Yeah. And slowly you outgrow the the backpack, and you are now enslaved in the cobalt mines. But you've got this odd sort of sense of acceptance about. Because you benefited from that, okay, and so it's it gets harder, but you get more zen about the experience, and that is why rich people in wealthy countries commit suicide at such a high rate. Poor countries don't. Interesting, because there's an interesting. So it, then, is hard mode being a corporate white man in modern day? That's what I've been saying. <laughs> I think. I think the corporate white man in modern day Australia might be the most difficult life. Is my next life going to be a banker on Wall Street in two thousand and eight? No, no, that's still relatively easy. But you kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, well, yes. You but, kill yourself at the end of that. But also one. you get a chance to reinvent yourself. Not everyone gets that. That would be how you pass that level. You lose everything and you reinvent. You you fun know. with Dick and Jane. It. This is the thing. It depends on what year we're talking about. Because if you're a Wall Street banker in 2008, that life ends with the most loss and you kill yourself. Mm. But if you do a... Uh, a cobalt mining toddler in 2023 that ends with a book deal yeah but you've got to still get to the book deal do you know what i mean Mm. whereas if you're a wall street banker you can just go get a book deal no you can't i reckon you can yeah because there's a million of you yeah of course there is and there's a million of you with great stories which means you'll probably have a version of a story that's very palatable you know what people love buying financial books rich dad poor dad the barefoot investor Mum needs more milk. I don't know. Mum needs more milk. I, I don't know. You know, the stuff. The How b- I made it as a barren woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... <laughs> Milky wife, barren wife. <laughs> That's sick. But yeah, if we apply that theory, I reckon I'm somewhere in the middle. 
Yeah, I reckon I'm, that's so, I'm somewhere in the middle. And eventually I get to reach the kingdom of the gods once I do all that shit. Mm-hmm. But right now, this is... This is just what it is. This is the thing. Yeah. Do you like that theory? I don't mind it. Yeah. I, I, find it very, I find it very peaceful. Mm-hmm. I find it... All of those theories I find very, very relaxing because it's like, yeah, well, I mean, that kind of... To me, that makes as much sense of, as any of the religions. Yeah. Where I'm like, why would we be here? But then I, I got a little weirded out a little while ago because... Um, was I talking to you or Tom Wickham about this? I was talking, no, I was talking to Tom about this. Where it's like... Chimps are now categorized as having entered the Stone Age. Did you read about this? Sure, yeah, where they're using tools and shit. They're using tools. They're like, put the Makita back in the case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ooh, ah, ah, ooh, ooh, load it on. It's a front loader trailer. It's a front loader trailer. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yes. Yeah, I'm on. thinking of making a lazy Susan. Ooh, Dude, ah, ah. The hard, you know the hard case that you see drills come in? It's yeah. that, but just banana shaped. <laughs> yeah, everything's banana shaped. <laughs> the, put the banana in. <laughs> The drill's not on a right angle. It's like yellow and curved. <laughs> like everything's banana inspired. That's awesome. <sighs> they go to work, open the banana, eat the banana, put the hard hat back on, walk back to their wives, be like, fuck, today was crazy. That was a big day. They get paid in cash for eating the banana. <laughs> They go pick up their 16-year-old monkey girlfriend from high school wearing a monster monster banana hat. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I nearly said donkeys have entered the Stone Age. Monkeys have entered the Stone Age. Monkeys Go. have entered the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. And they think they've entered the sta- Stone Age because they've seen us use tools. And so they've learned. Mm-hmm. Which then begs the question, how the fuck did we enter the Stone Age? Mm-hmm. If our only example of it is monkeys using... Uh, monkeys observing us. Yeah. So then... No other animal has entered the Stone Age. So it's just been us. It's only been us and now monkeys to the best of our knowledge, which means how the fuck did we make that leap? Because alien sex, we've talked about this already. No, that's what I mean. So it's like, what else is out there? And what if we are the ones that are out there? What if it's just... Oh, and we already left. So the aliens that are revisiting are us. Yes. And they were smart enough to be like, they can't know about us. It's got to be an organic thing. So they wiped, they had the technology to just wipe everything. True. And so we all started on a clean slate and then they came down. I was like, we'll help you build the pyramids. Because they're also anti-Semitic. Like these Jews are useless. <laughs> oh, we're going to build Jesus the pyramids for you. Christ. We thought their Jews would be better. <laughs> <laughs> Which the, the space Jews get bullied. Because they're like, we really thought we would. This is the second round. <laughs> They also think they're the chosen people, by the way. You're not special. <laughs> the apple does not fall far from the tree. God, <laughs> we have to fucking do everything. <laughs> yeah, man, these interdimensional movies are great, but you know the Space Jews run Space you know, Hollywood. Dude, right? Obviously, <laughs> Space Jews run the moon, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that. I like that. I like that theory a lot. So, I, so it's like this weird thing where I'm like, maybe we're all just on a giant cycle. And then maybe we're not so much gods when we die, but we, I don't know, we return and we just, this is all just a big cyclical thing that goes over and over again until we get it right. Yeah, you know? I, I've heard that one as well. I don't mind that one, honestly. But I think I'm roughly about in the middle as well. Because I realized, I, it's a conversation I have with Ned a lot because Ned mm. works very hard, but he is, he's playing on an easier mode. He went to uni, got a job. It's a job he loves. He's very good at it. He yeah. works very hard. But he's got everything you get from like a, a regular life and more because he works hard. Yeah. And it's like, but I'm playing, I've some, for some reason decided to play on hard mode. You've gone medium mode. I'm, I'm medium mode. I'm white. Yeah. But I'm half gay. Yeah. And I have a mini fridge at 30. That's when you put, you ever play Halo? Yeah, pockets, yeah. In Halo, you can put on skulls, which are little niche things that make it slightly more difficult or slightly right. more fun. So it would be like, uh, if you kill the grunts, you can put a skull on where it's like, this makes the grunts explode. Right, or it's yeah, like, sure. It, it, you can put a skull on that's like 50% gravity. So people, ju- you jump higher. Right. You you just put on a couple skulls. So it's like, it's medium yeah. mode plus skull gay. Yeah. Gay, a little fat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ginger. <laughs> Has no tangible skills outside industries that aren't profitable. They're mad. They're Another good skulls. There. Misplaced levels of self-esteem and odd pockets. That's that. really into crazy chicks. <laughs> Another sticker. 
Because that is like, you know... I'm walking around looking like an autistic kid at a carnival. I'm just covered in fucking stickers. Yeah, no one in... Like, or to, to hate to use another video game thing, but sometimes another Pokemon will hit you, your Pokemon, with like a confusion move where it's like your yeah. Pokemon is now confused. It just started hitting itself. Yeah. That's what my alien god is playing me <laughs> with. <when> it's, I'm <laughs> constantly confused, <laughs> hitting myself. It's like, fuck! <laughs> just stop jacking off. What the fuck? <laughs> Is this controller working Jeez, still? Fuck, he's always jacking off. Sometimes I do feel like a Tamagotchi that's been left. Oh, yeah, dude. You ever walk into a room and not know why you're there? Yeah, you see a shit mountain. Like, <laughs> like a tam- the Tamagotchis where you catch a Tamagotchi after a year of leaving it. And it's just shit up to here. And it's just like, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> you went to the bathroom. I'm stuck. I constantly feel like a Tamagotchi that's been forgotten about. Yeah, dude. I, that, yeah, dude. I've been a forgotten Tamagotchi since I turned seventeen. I wasn't evolving fast enough, so then I had to go to a doctor to make me hit puberty. And then now he's the alien god that controls. He's going to come back and be like, "I had a lawyer penciled in. What the fuck?" And what I'm just the there, fuck? like on a stage, and then blowing dudes. Yeah, he's, like, this he, wasn't. He's googling. Has anyone else's Tamagotchi sapukud itself? <laughs> New Tamagotchi patch, the podcast cure virus. <laughs> hey, has your Tamagotchi started a podcast? <laughs> this is a real problem. You and I just suddenly one day just have coffees once a week and we don't know why. <laughs> like our, 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 our friendship actually gets healthier. Like it gets healthier. It gets we better. just catch up. We don't record anything. We just go like, yeah. how are you? We yeah. don't have the need to actually make a product to, out to of it. To produce content. Yeah. Yeah. We're one day everything will go blank and then we'll go, man, I haven't. I've Alex in a little while. What's he doing? Mm. And then we'll both meet up. We'll both be in suits. We'll both be making good money. We'll yeah. both be happy. And be like, did our guy come back? We're yeah. Like, yeah, I think our guy came back. Yeah, and like it'll be one of those things where like it's sort of nearly not, pa- like some of the patch is still left there. So you yeah. and I are still talking to each other like this, but there's nothing in the hand. <laughs> and we don't know why. We're not vaping either, but we're both like doing the gesture yeah. of sharing I'm constantly pointing to the other side of you, being like, yep. can I? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, no worries. Yeah. You owe me one, by the way. Yeah, cool. There's nothing. <laughs> who do you who is who do you think is the most autistic person you've ever met? Um. Oh. Okay. So the reason I ask is because I have a couple, and I was curious if you did. No, I don't keep track of something like that, man. I'm not a monster. What do you mean a monster? I, I see people as people. No, I see people as people. I see them so much as people that I can spot when they're autistic. I'm no, like, that's not how a regular person normally is. I don't see disability. Mentally. I see it very physical. I'm like, where's your leg? <laughs> but mentally, nothing, dude. You're all the same. All right. Someone with 200 IQ, someone with full fucking Down syndrome, dude. They're the same person molecularly. I look at them the exact same. One's, one cannot exist without the other. My doctor's awful. <laughs> he has Down syndrome. <laughs> He's very bad. He's really bad and he has Down syndrome. But, but the stethoscope is purple. Bro. Fucking, can I show you a video real quick? Actually? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that just reminds me. I need to show you this because Beck sent me this and it's one of the funniest fucking things. I'm not going to say anything else. Just, where is it? She sends me a lot of stuff. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. That sounds like a problem. Like, yeah, she sends me a lot of stuff. Dude, <laughs> dude you're really cool. One, two, three, go. Again. I'm so hungry. Again. You got it? For the people playing at home listening to that, it was a chef getting a dude with Down syndrome to fucking smack a bag of spaghetti on the tabletop until the spaghetti came out. Okay. All right. That that right there, yeah. that's our first free lunch mood board. Has, yes. That's yeah. our first free lunch mood board, and we drop it for this episode. Yeah, mad. Dude, so fucking Do you have funny. that saved? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should put that up this up at the end of this, because we've been talking about that page for ages. Yeah, for, I was thinking about it today as well, yeah. Um, but yeah, see, I didn't even see four... I didn't see two Down Syndrome chefs in there. I just saw four capable chefs. I saw four capable chefs cheering each other on. That's bad. For the sole benefit of making food for others. That's what I thought the bear was. <laughs> like, 
I was like, everyone's right. This is awesome. I can't wait for season two. <laughs> thought the bear was the two Down syndrome the chefs. Two, yeah. <laughs> they're the, they're wait, the... <laughs> it's not the two Down syndrome chefs? <laughs> no, I'm afraid it's just one chef and he kind of looks like he could have had Down syndrome. <laughs> It's yeah. fucking fantastic, but after I'm glad season two is finished and we get a break because it is one of those shows. Where like, man, this is. Oh, this I'm about is. to quit my job and become a fucking tortured chef. Yes, it's one of those ones to me, man. It after is. After every episode, I'm like, <sighs> I always have found language through food. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that is that is that's how always I feel. been in me. That's how I feel when I'm picking up toast off the floor yeah. at five in the morning. Dude, he's just sexy in a t-shirt. And I'm like, I might get into culinary school. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's missing. Not abs or good hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, that could do it. Or celebrity. I'm like, no, I think I need to fucking become a world famous cook. I think I need to be yelled at constantly. And we're all white in an environment where that's a terrible idea. Yeah, dude. That's, yeah, fucking, that's what the chef never shows, where it's like him physically abusing the younger staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it shows them abusing him. Yeah, everyone's mean to him, and he's like, guys, I'm just trying to do the best for yeah, the team. Yeah, he's like, all right, we're still going on table 20. Yeah. You're a fucking piece of shit, cunt, motherfucker, yeah, yeah, but Not right now, cousin. Not right now, cousin. <gasps> two meatball, two Italian. Yeah, all right. Hey, cousin, cousin. And someone comes in and it's like, guys, literally the Black Panthers are in here. We need to do something. There's been a shootout. Guys, not right now. We got two Italian subs. The Black Panthers are in here. <laughs> all, all of a sudden. the Cousin, fuck. And then the, and then the wall collapses. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. I told you that was going to happen, Kami. Not now, cousin. Dude, dude the Lid Cafe siege scene in The Chef. <laughs> guys, we have an ISIS extremist in the front. We need two meatball subs. <laughs> Cousin, fuck off! Mikey, how are we doing on those desserts? Oh, right, he's, he's fired some rounds. He's fired some rounds in the living room. The cops are coming. I need those meatball subs before the cops get here. He's taking a hostage. Cuz, two cousins. <laughs> two hostages, two hostages, two meatball subs. Uh, call me, call me. He's, he's got a gun to my head. Not now, cousin. Not now. I need those desserts up. Table four. Guys, now, the, Mikey. So the sauce is overcooked. I've got a gun to my head. <laughs> Someone fucking please call the police. The sauce is fucking overcooked. <laughs> Bro, the bear in the cafe. In the What's going on dude. out there? I'm locked in the freezer. Dude. Fuck. Fuck. Dude, a high pressure kitchen situation in a terrorist scenario. <laughs> Cousin, ISIS is here. <laughs> All right, get everything halal out of the freezer. Put it on the grill now. I need halal up for four, cousin. And it just ends with him with like a cigarette thinking about shit. Sister coming over. I'm pregnant now. Yeah, oh, credits. Fuck. And I'm looking at my reflection in the screen of the credits going like, I should get into cooking. <laughs> <laughs> this might solve all of my problems. This is actually fucking awesome. And I've always wanted to be a chef. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, cousin! Cut, cut to four years later, you're a line cook at McDonald's. You just didn't cut it. But you come in with the same yeah. energy. Yeah. I need four Big Mac patties upstairs. Darren? Darren? <laughs> Darren, if I see you pick your nose with a glove on again, I might actually tell someone, all right, I need five soft serves. No sprinkles, no flakes. We don't have any. Dude, that's the thing, though. I have work. Cousin, the shake machine is broken. <laughs> Fuck! Cousin, cousin, and everyone goes, the McFlurry. No, the McFlurry. It's, oh, it's fucking broken. No frozen oh. Cokes. No frozen Cokes. The fun thing is, is you and I have both worked in fast food. I don't know if you've worked in a fast food scenario where a new manager comes in. Oh, that, it's a nightmare. That is the energy that they bring to yeah, it. Because I've worked in KFC where they were like, we got a new manager. And then the guy comes in. He's like, i got to prove myself to these 13-year-olds. Yes. Cousin, where's the Zinger Burger? <laughs> and he turns it into this thing where he's, it's like life and death. Yeah. I fucking hated it. But for some reason, having like a plantain instead of like... Yes, changes A snackback McFuck Zinger box. <laughs> In front of me and like a nice white coat. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool now. Yeah, it it, it glamour it, 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 the bear has glamorized chefing, but also like in, in my experience, it's it's very accurate. And mm. it's not a fun place to work. It's a fucking stress factory. But then you watch it, you're like, there's something peaceful about it. Look like, why well, everyone's mad, so 
You just get to be mad. Brother, why stare in the void when you can live in it? You can live in the void. Just live in the void. That's what it is, though. That's what being a chef is, I feel like. Have you you finished season two? No, I'm like like two episodes in. Okay, okay. I won't won't ruin it. Um, But yes, no, that is what it's like. It's like staring into the void. Every chef I know, I've liked them immensely. They all, though, have fucking weird stories. Hmm. So just, you're like, man, you have lived a fucking life. Yeah. Every chef's fucking mental. Yeah, oh, 100%. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if you're just constantly living in the chaos, you never have the, you never have the fuck depression because you're just like eight hours a day. It's almost like animalistic. Like you're getting it out and you're getting yeah. yelled at. All the time. It's like an entire eco, like what nature was supposed to be. Yeah. Almost. You're getting yelled at and you're yelling. And it's just one in, one out, mm. one in. And what are you doing when you're not at work? You're making yourself food. You're eating food. You're making food. And doing food. You're crazy food. rack. Smoking food. Just doing moking, moking food. <laughs> You're moking, moking food. food. Smoking eat. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking yell. Cracking yelling yell. crack. Sucking fuck. <laughs> that works. Chucking. You actually would be doing that. A big sucking fuck chef. Suck. <laughs> Carson, <laughs> I need four dicks right here. I'm going to suck them. I have four dicks, four bar holes. Carson. <laughs> Season three, the bear and a gay orgy. <laughs> Why aren't I seeing the buttholes, Chef? <laughs> Jeff, there's not enough buttholes. <laughs> hey, Chef, what do you think about this dessert dick that I made? Cousin. It's great, but not right now. I have the buttholes. Cousin, buttholes, four buttholes. Cousin, I need six dicks, three buttholes, no questions. Cousin, fuck. Leave me alone, guys. I've got three buttholes. Where's my fourth butthole? I need my fourth butthole. That's a great dick, Chef. That's a great dick. <laughs> That's a great... Jeff, is this a <laughs> Jeff, is this an okay dick? That's a pussy. That's a pussy. It's not what I asked for. Start again. Hey, Jeff, we usually have pussies in here. We're not having pussies in here right no now. No pussies. This is a gay orgy <laughs> only now, Jeff. <laughs> only dicks, only balls. Cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Flashback to him sucking a dick and a bigger chef being like, D- you don't really think you're, ready. you're not ready for that dick. Has a nightmare of a life-size pussy stalking him. <laughs> but also oh. comes up with a good dish. <laughs> Dude, if they ever cancel that show, we buy it back in 10 years. <laughs> the best season three game. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What else is there, dude? Oh, I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. I've been so fucking busy, so busy, that I just haven't had time to fucking just sit and do anything kind of fun or interesting outside of work. I uh, The flight down, I got I got a Virgin flight. They put me in Economy X, which was nice. That's nice. And I said, kick out. Usually they put me in Economy Sex. Put it there. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> well, funny. actually, it's funny you say that. <laughs> Okay, so I had something, I had two opposite reactions, two opposite flight attendant reactions on the way there and on the way back, right? Yeah. So, no word of a lie. First one, I go down and uh, I sort of, I, I've had seven beers that afternoon mm-hmm. and then I've got on my plane. So I go for a little nap. I wake up and the flight attendant, older woman, in her mid to late 50s, still kind of got it. Sick. But older woman. Dude, we should start doing this thing where we, before we quantify a chick's age when we go, older woman, we should start being purposely fucking toxic. But older woman, 20s to 30s. <laughs> still had it. <laughs> Gravity was showing, but still pretty good. Really getting on, 25 and up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that just... <laughs> Dude, this flight attendant was old. Like, we're talking 29. <laughs> Way too... That's 10 years older than I like him. Dude, when people do like Toxic Boy Summer, no one's fucking about it. Like no one, no one it, commits to Toxic Boy Summer like you and I. Dude, she was getting old. You know, she was twenty five. Titties weren't what they were. She was getting old. Green pea plates. Yeah, <laughs> not really my thing. You know, I don't like them after they get a personality. It's really upsetting to me. So, so then she comes over and because I didn't buy the ticket, I was like, hey, just out of interest. There wasn't, I was just being cheeky. I was like, there wasn't a voucher on this seat, was there? Because there wasn't like a $15, $30 spent. It's happened before. It's happened before. <laughs> no, I just see where this is going clearly. Do you? I think I do. Okay, okay. 
God. So I go, you know, like a fifteen to thirty dollar biggie bobby. Mm. She was like, "I'm sorry, sir. Virgin doesn't do prepaid meals." And I'm like, "No, no, no. Well, I, I would, I was on a Virgin flight two months ago, and there was thirty dollars on the seat number, and I could spend the thirty dollars however I wanted." She's like, "Virgin have never done that." Yeah. I was like, "But that happened a couple of months ago," and she goes, "That mustn't have been a Virgin flight. You must <laughs> be confused." You're thinking Jetstar. You look like Jetstar. Yeah, that's what she was saying. She was yeah. like, this economy X thing is new to you, isn't it? Yeah. And I was like, okay, fine. And she goes, okay. But like straight away, here's the thing, right? All right. Here's the thing. I fell asleep when they were doing the initial food service. Mm-hmm. I went to the bathroom. What are they doing? They're all eating. Mm-hmm. I reckon she ate my fucking dinner. And then she doubled down and gaslit me when I know for a fact that when you book a flight on Virgin, it gives you the option to sp- like have a meal spend on the plane because you need a physical card to buy it on the plane. And then she just gaslit me like she doubled down. She said, not only is there not a meal for you, sir, we've never done that. Yeah. And I was like, you've... That's your Shutter Island. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> you've eaten my ham and cheese toasty. No, 100% she did it. She 100% ate my ham and she's toasty. This is the first draft of Shutter Island. Just This <laughs> is where it's like, what if like someone was like a little bit weird to me, but it was me that was being weird in the end. Just fucking, you look up and it's all doctors and it's like, no one ate your fucking dinner, Sam. I was like, no, I had a voucher. I had a voucher on the plane. <laughs> you're yelling, there was a voucher You're yelling time. back at the screens. <laughs> I'm shaking people with their doing the life jacket demonstration. I'm like, I know the sandwich is here. You've got it. I swear. It was the older woman. I look and it's all women under 28. And I'm like, no, the old one. She's like, you go, oh, she's here. Women over 40 aren't allowed to work here, sir. And I'm like, again, it's happening again. That's what this podcast is. They send me in because it's the one thing that gets you closer back to reality. Back to reality. Alex, how many times have I told this we story? We haven't made... We've done 1,000 editions of this podcast. No. You tell the story every time. <laughs> you can't seem to let it go. How many times have I realized it and then I just come back every Friday and we do the same thing? Every time. Fuck! Yeah. I knew there was something deeper. Sam, they want to put you down. They're trying. They're trying, They're dude. trying. I'm your last hope for the next fucking episode. <laughs> if you mention this shit again, they will kill you. Oh. Listen, work with me here, dude. All right, all right, all right, all right. If you bring up the frozen food, (laughs) the little fucking conundrum that you had where you were obviously wrong (laughs) at a virgin flight, dude, if you bring that up again, man, they're going to kill you. Alex, I don't think you understand. (laughs) I don't think you understand. This has happened before. I've gotten the food pre-bought. You were just to order it. Anyway, there's zero way that she, you had the one prepaid meal and she ate yours. I might not have been the only one. People were sleeping. So you think she ate everyone's <laughs> meals? She was, How she, many she was the biggest. Is the flight attendant here with us right now, Sam? <laughs> so that was my flight there, right? Yes. My flight back, the flight back there, no shit, no word of a lie. Mm-hmm. So we are in the first row of Economy X and then they do the like cute little rope thing to business domestic. Sure. Fucking lame as shit. <laughs> There's nothing lame. Dude, I was sitting there being like, man, those business domestic flights cost an extra $280 a flight. And when they when they arrive, all they get is just a glass of water. It's like, that's Insane. free anyway. You, you and I should seriously write a sketch about someone who gets the row right before Economy X where that rope is and being uh. so jealous of them. <laughs> like, being like furious that they, they're just above the rope, like on the other side. <laughs> Fuck, that looks so good. <laughs> the guys are literally going, do I get any benefits that they don't get? And they're like, no. No, I'm sorry. We give you a glass of water, but that was free anyway. You and I, the front row right after economy makes me like, fuck, you lucky cunt. This Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Leaning in loudly, be like, you guys look comfortable. You guys comfy up there? Yeah, what's it like being part of the problem? Just kicking the bastard. Be like, well, I didn't come for money, so. so I'm really sorry. I guess I'll just be back here spitting on myself. I don't mean to interrupt this King's College school reunion. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I bugging you, my lord? 
literally just a little bit in front of you. I'd come over there and say it directly to your face, but you will have noticed there's a little tiny rump. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're going to put a fucking river underneath it next? Yeah. So what I can't I, get across? What if I take the rope and hang myself with it? How would you feel? Alligator infested waters and a moat. That's what I see. Yeah, and I'm just here toiling in the fields. <laughs> you fucking... Pointing at everyone else sitting in the airplane. You with me, guys? <laughs> They're too scared to say anything. <laughs> but I see you there. That's... With your regular shirt and jeans. You get sat behind the guy in Economy X and you start the fu- you start buying like Eat the Rich shirts. <laughs> You're like so into capitalist all of a sudden. Like socialism for you to you is just be everyone gets their own little velvet rope. <laughs> yeah, I ended up every my house doesn't have a moat, but it has like a golden rope. Oh, that's good. And you have to let the valet let you in. That's oh, nice. that's the front gate. That's nice. That's the front gate. That actually sounds good. <laughs> that does sound nice. Actually, it's a lovely touch. Yeah, but no. So go on, go on with what was happening. Well, okay. Economy sex. Do you want to know? Do you want to? You want to know? Economy sex, bad end. Part two. Economy sex. What's exactly? Welcome that? back to economy sex. That's what we do with the podcast, dude. Economy sex. We call it economy sex. <laughs> no shit though. Swear to God, on the plane ride home, I was again listening, ducking in and out. I saw a, f- a flight hostess who was only doing the business class ones. Mm-hmm. She went into old. No, 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 young, very good. Fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> Eleven. Cool. She still had braces and a backpack on. It was weird, but she was doing a good job. The rich are as the rich is. You know what I mean? What's that? The rich is as the rich do. As the rich does. Yeah. So a little bit of Epstein everywhere you go. A <laughs> little hostess. bit of Sandra <laughs> in my life. A little bit of Jeffrey by my side. <laughs> a little bit of Monica really crying. <laughs> the Clinton family is always here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bush. Mumble, number, she's five. Soundtrack of the bourgeoisie. <laughs> <laughs> the mumbo number, number she's five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little bit of broken security cam. A little bit of he did it by his own hand. Oh, fuck. <sighs> so anyway, so she's... <laughs> Young, young flight attendant. Young, attractive flight attendant goes into the bathroom. Bathroom door opens. You can see straight into the mirror, right? Mm -hmm. So you see, like, I see her face. I'm looking at the back of her head, but see her face, right? She closes, no problem. Mm -hmm. Anyway, whatever. And then I don't, I'm just like, yeah, going about listening to the new Hosier album. Make myself depressed. I like him. I like, I like him so much. And, uh, and then another dude just gets up and the movement catches my eye and he goes into the bathroom. But in the bathroom, there's his face. And her face, she's still in there. Oh shit! Economy sex. Economy sex. Economy sex. Econ- that's the reveal. That's why it's called economy that's sex. That's why it's called economy sex. Damn, dude. And then I was like, I didn't catch either of them come out of the bathroom. She's in there eating my dick. She's. <laughs> <laughs> she's in there eating my dick. He's in there getting my pussy. <laughs> Must be nice. Last time I was in Virgin Flight, I got a dick. She's in there eating my fucking dick. <laughs> Walking fast, just so you know, that should have been my dick. <laughs> okay. And as he doth said, he who is last shall become first. I will see you in court. <laughs> oh. Remember Inspector Rex? Yes. Dude. Very vaguely. My dad didn't watch any TV. He fucking loved Inspector Rex. <sighs> like it was his pl- like only thing. I never watched Inspector Rex. The dog. Yes, the German Shepherd. It's a German television show from the nineties on SBS. Yes, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about now, dude. I, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my, I, we all had our favorite shows. Mum watched something. Dad, Dad never watched 
anything. And sometimes I would come into his room and he'd just be there like 11 p.m. watching Inspector Rex. The fact that it was like about the dog and not about the people that made yes. me, I think that was the part where I was like, this isn't encouraging to see as a young man coming into the future, dude. No, not at all. I want to see some dudes that are in charge of their dogs. Yeah, you particularly when you line it up next to because it, it used to run at the same time that CSI and CSI Miami, and then for a little while CSI New York were all just on television. Yeah, and we used to watch CSI all the time. Yeah, that was mad. And then it was dudes fucking figuring out murders. That was sick. Yeah, dudes and chicks being like, you know, they put a stapler in his asshole. <laughs> yeah, and then they go to the office works and they're like it was that guy. Yeah, you know, you had to solve the mystery. <laughs> And then this to follow the clues. Yeah, and then this whole show called Inspector Rex. <laughs> yes, where this dog is better than every trained police officer. Yep, where he's in like the ISIS negotiations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, we must send in Inspector Rex, and then he's there being like, yar, yar. and the, they're like, we no, will, <laughs> we will meet you halfway, but we do not negotiate with hostages. <laughs> <laughs> Another I'm brother about to walk out the door. <laughs> Just like the go dog goes, rough. And he's like, so another brother of the faith. Sorry, I didn't know you were a Muslim. <laughs> he just quoted the entire Quran in dog. <laughs> another hadith. Another hadith. <laughs> it's Muslim talking dog. <laughs> You'd be willing to do that for us? Holy shit. <laughs> Cut to Inspector Rex in a dog vest strapped with explosives. Go. Runs, runs back, drops at their feet, runs away. Oh no! <laughs> Betrayed by Inspector. Double cross. For a second, I thought you'd be maybe extra Rex. <laughs> Gets back. Ah, oh, Danke, Rex. It's like Inspector Rex. Inspector Rex is bitter. Is bitter Inspector Rex. I love it when Germans try to be fun. Yeah, that was, the, that was their idea of fun. It's like, imagine the scariest dog in the world biting your leg off. And it's kind of fun. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very enjoyable. He can actually smell them. We used to make them be like, oh, woof, woof, they're in the basement. And now no, so they, they just this dog come literally bites your dick off. It's, <laughs> it's quite fun. It's actually very enjoyable. <laughs> he would be able to smell the bad guy. And he will also be able to racially profile them based on their smell. <laughs> it's like our version of Friends. Yes, you will really enjoy it. You have Big Bang Theory. We have Inspector Rex. You know how you go, you're Choi, you're Monica. We go like, are you Inspector Rex? Are you the guy getting his nutsack eaten off? <laughs> I was the cop who is partner with Inspector Rex that doesn't seem to critique the fact that he is on equal footing professionally with a dog. Why does the dog get a gun? I don't. <laughs> I have had uh, fucking pu pub food for dinner like six nights a week. And I am I'm like, you know when you get to that point? Where you're just craving like a huge bowl of fucking broccoli. Yeah, yeah. Where, like yeah, my yeah. body is just so mad at me at the moment. I would have at least eaten two whole chickens just purely through palmies in the last six days. That's hectic. But it's the only option sometimes, dude, being a fucking mm. road dog. Being a what? Being a road dog. Being a road dog. Yeah, you gotta be out there in the schnitzel. pub lunch with the bitches. <laughs> in the Wenny's Leagues Club. That's, mad. That's right. That is the life. Is some fucking chick at RSL being like, you get a free dinner. Do you want meat or just a different kind of meat? Like, dude, it's the best. There was we were backstage on Saturday night at the Wenny's Leagues Club, and I had three dinners because I only paid for one of them. So like, I bought, I got a schnitzel brescaiola, mm -hmm. which is just dog shit. Sure, it's just like cream sauce and mushrooms. Like, this is not what I want. Sure. So I had that for dinner. Walked in. There's a fucking menu in the green room. It's like, order anything you want. This is just, there's no prices. It's like, this is the green room menu. Yeah. Great. Sorted. And then they got pizzas. And then I took a whole pizza home and had that for dinner oh, when I got right. home. But now I just need, I need a fucking. Need a vegetable, dude. I need a goddamn vegetable. It is one of those things where you start, like, you start looking at photos of yourself and you're like, they put a fucked filter on me. It's like, no, nah, it's just you now, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. You've been two weeks into just like living like an absolute piece of shit. Yes. It's like drinking every beer that's given to you and mm -hmm. then just topping off the night with a kebab snack pack. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? <laughs> Dude, I will I will admit this run, because I really like to, because I was emceeing this run, so I really like to just relax. So I like to have a couple of drinks so I get a little silly and everyone has a good time. Yeah. But it was one of the first road shows where not only was I the only one drinking, mm. but aside from like someone having one beer, mm. When no one else drinks and you're drinking, it really highlights how much you drink. Yeah, dude. Because no one's drinking, 
And I've just ordered six Canadian club and dries so I don't have to leave the green room. Yeah, you're like, how long do I have to do on stage? Seven minutes and then we go? Yeah, I'm going to need like six. No, I'm going to need like six Canadian clubs, please. And so I'm sitting there just fucking pounding these Canadian clubs while no one's having anything. Yeah. Because they're A, free. B, I like drinking. And C, I'm doing the thing I love most. Yes, but it's getting reflected in how much other people don't do that. How much other people do not do that at all. Yeah. I'm like, you guys seriously just not going to... Dude, it's so stressful. Dude, fucking... When I was opening for Kidgel, I was like... First show, I remember coming into the green room and being like, I'm going to need a fucking beer, dude, because I'm stressing the fuck out. Okay, I'm going to get a beer. And I open the green room door, like where the fridges are and shit like that, and it's just a fruit platter. <sighs> and then I, I look back at the boys, and I'm like, boys, uh, is, do, is there anywhere like I can grab a beer? I was like, maybe I, maybe that's just a complimentary thing. Maybe yeah. the actual writer somewhere else. And they're like, oh, dude, we're not doing that this time. We did that last year. It was too fucking hectic. Like, we just didn't think it was sustainable, so we're just doing fruit platters now. And I would be like, oh, I'm going to go get some drinks. And I would come back with like two beers every night while everybody else was just like yeah. having watermelon. Oh, no, dude. You got to, uh, yeah. And, and then I started to feel like, oh, no, I'm being, oh, no, I shouldn't. I'm going to see if I can join them and not do anything. But then I'm just around the fruit platter, like trying to get high off a of fucking. <laughs> having a bunch I'm of like, grapes going, it's not the same. I'm like snorting dragon fruit, like <laughs> trying to get a bump somewhere. Put like, the grapes in the microbe to see if they ferment. I'm like, I wonder if I give myself potassium poisoning, I'll start to hallucinate. <laughs> <laughs> but then they're worried about you for other reasons. Like, Alex, that's your ninth banana. Are you okay? <laughs> are, you, are you feeling right? Do you want it just a beer? Do you want like, just a beer? Fuck off, can't I enter the Stone Age, dude? For real. Cause, and then it got to a good point, but I still did a bunch of coffee. Yeah. That, that was the vice. I was like, whatever, dude. I was like, I'll have the fruit platter and I won't have beers, but I'm going to have like four coffees before stage. That's what right. I started doing. Okay. I, I did the Mormon getting drunk. Yeah, yeah. You just you just had so many coffees that you had to calm down, which is a different kind of high. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm like, dude, how long did I do? And they're like, you did 45 seconds. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> You're like, awesome, sweet. They're like, Tight. you still got well, all your bits that you killed it. <laughs> yo, is anyone doing your taxes right now? I'll do it. <laughs> what else do you need? Is this watermelon? Fuck, I love I watermelon. I love watermelon. I'm going to put it in my fucking ass. <laughs> Dude, two of my favorite things. Water and melon. I'm going to put this watermelon put in my melon. fucking directly in my ass. See if it fucking triggers something in me. It does. I'm a tree. Guys, I'm a tree. <laughs> Send me back out there. <laughs> that's, the most co- that's the most coked up joke. Putting fruit in your asshole and then pushing it out on the floor. Being like, look guys, I'm a tree. I'm a tree, dude. <laughs> I'm, Which, this is, this I'm is, a grape tree. This is the beauty of commitment. If you did that at a real party, like, and you committed to it like you did just that, that would be the funniest thing anyone's ever seen. But no one's that strong. It would be, it would be so murderous. Dude, life. no one has the strength to, no one has the willpower to commit to that fully in person. No. They'd be too powerful. Because you and I, like, oh, this will be funny, but they would be like, even if there's five percent doubt in your eyes, <laughs> and you're shitting out grapes publicly, dude, <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> you need to be a hundred percent certain. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, it's a one percent difference between the most miserable thing you could possibly do to try and get attention. <laughs> Because it'll like, just come across as like, oh, I think he's lonely. <laughs> yeah. It's this far away from being the greatest man in the room. <laughs> Dude, putting a bunch, not being certain, putting a bunch of grapes in your ass and, th- and then looking at everyone else and go, high risk, high reward. Here we high go. Risk, high <laughs> guys, I'm a tree. And just even 1% weakness. You're like, you need to leave, dude. And pick those up. <laughs> those are my mom's grapes, man. She's going to make a smoothie tomorrow. Fucking hell. She's doing this cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> You've put all this uh, fruit in your asshole. And then it's like, you know when someone tells a joke that you just told but louder and they get the reaction? <laughs> the guy, <laughs> the guy, your party nemesis. <laughs> the guy that you hated the party <laughs> puts a bunch of grapes right after you. In his bowl, shits them out, and in front of you while your dick's still out, everyone goes, 
Dude, you're a tree. Everyone goes around. There's a tree. That was awesome. You're a tree. Just because he was certain. Yeah. Look at my gear. Everyone gathers around him. Are you still here? He's getting like, Hava, Nagila, <laughs> And then people are sucking him off and shit. Like, he's the man. <laughs> While you pick up grapes <laughs> in the corner. They look back at you and they go, Fuck off! <laughs> suck, suck, suck. <laughs> Hey, people love to see a hero die trying. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they love to see a hero fall. 100%. <laughs> it's, then you get that t-shirt that goes like, fucking you either die the hero, you live long enough to see yourself become the guy that just shat out all the grapes on the hardwood floor. <laughs> I smell merch. <laughs> you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the guy that shat out a bunch of grapes <laughs> on the hardwood floor. <laughs> Put Killian Murphy behind that quote, dude. <laughs> Slow mo on TikTok. What brought that on? What are we talking about? Oh yeah, craving veggies and fruit. Craving veggies and fruit. Ah uh, yes, sh- and the kid Joel and the watermelon thing. Yes, and then putting a bunch of fucking. That's right. But yeah, I just it, it was like over. It was like over three nights, and each night, I just we. I think we talked about this briefly before, but. Because you and I drink more than, much more than the average, I, I'd say. And we should probably write it back in. But like I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I had nine beers Saturday night mm. from six o'clock to 9.30. Mm. Didn't even touch the sides. And the closest anyone got to me was one mid-strength. Oh, <laughs> and I'm damn. just there. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like, the football's on. I'm doing comedy. I'm here for ages. These beers are Five dollars at the Wenties Leagues Club. I'm saving money by getting fucked up, dude. You don't understand. This I need to. This is ironically. Don't you all see, <laughs> guys? The barefoot investor. When it's cheap, party. If I get twenty five beers, that's me saving money. <laughs> because it means I won't drink <laughs> tomorrow. Cut to me spending seventeen dollars on a beer. We're going compounding interest. <laughs> He's once again investing something with very little return. <laughs> yeah, no, it's rough to look back. Also, I don't know about you. I feel like you probably handle your alcohol a little bit better than I do. But, like, I still have no tolerance and I drink a fair amount. So, like... Yeah, that's fair. Two beers deep, I am like, all right. Dude. Like, <laughs> but I do that... It's like, it, I still don't... This, the, the, I'll tell you what, there's the, the, I don't have the physical tolerance. Right. But I think I have the mental tolerance... Sure. So my physical goes like, all right, I'm fucking a little bit drunk immediately. Yeah. But my mental is like, well, I've been drunk before. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, the mental stays whatever, but it can't, it gets worse at outsourcing to the body. Oh, okay, sure. So you just get really uncoordinated. Yes. I just get uncoordinated and the words don't come out. Like, yeah. I'm like, it's all fucking cooking up here, dude. But it's like being trapped in your own body a little bit sometimes. Oh, interesting. Where you're like, no, no. And I'm just like, shut up, you fucking fag. <laughs> I'm up in my roof. <laughs> no, don't call him a fag. Don't say it. Don't call him a fag. It's a bad call. And you're like, you, I'll say it again. You're a fag. It's Why your sister's you wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're ruining the wedding. Mom, you look kind of fat. No. <laughs> she doesn't. Why did you even say that? Don't say it in Serbian. Don't repeat it and say it in Serbian. Alex. Alex. <laughs> I'm like pressing the shit yourself button trying to get him to do anything else and it's like broken. It's not happening. Like, yeah, you've smashed it in too many times. You're like, God, God, fuck. Looks under the, looks under the a cabinet called conversational parachutes. It's empty. You're like, fuck. God damn it, fuck. I'm just like, big tits. <laughs> Into the microphone during my speech. <laughs> no! Alex, no, write it back in. Fuck. I like big titties. <laughs> and also, this wedding is Alex. Don't, don't. Really gay. I have like a fucking empty glass thing that used to say, break in case of need of charming anecdote. <laughs> charming mild anecdote. Empty. I'm like, fuck. Fuck. I still have the N-word one there, though. That's a point of pride for me. I'm like, <laughs> the glass is still intact for the N-word. <laughs> 
Breaking case of need of severe double down. <laughs> oh shit. Never had to get there. Never had to get there. Cool. But currently I've run out of options. Every other glass is broken around me. And then just as you're giving the speech at the wedding, you're like, you know what? You know what is a word? And then you hear a little smash in the back of your head. You're like, my favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite word in the whole world. And then the, the camera starts zooming out as I slow-mo go toward the microphone with the Where the wind blows and the end Turns black and white <laughs> Who can say where the <laughs> As you're getting dragged down with your arm behind your back by security But the, like, the little man in the fuck out of me <laughs> The little man in your head is like Frodo at the end of Mount Doom Just be like, it's over it's done. It's finished. And that's when you return to clarity. You're like, yo, what the fuck happened? I wake up and I'm a god. <laughs> that was the last lesson I needed to learn. Turns out I just had to say it. Alex, I don't mean to alarm you here, but this is the second time in the history of this podcast that we have unintentionally... Reach the hypothesis that saying the N word in public <laughs> makes grants you, you Nirvana. <laughs> really? We just lapped our own riff. We lapped our own riff because it's a strong hypothesis. I've never seen anyone do it. Straight up, dude. What if? What if you just become the god you always were once you say it? <laughs> I think we call it there, brother. All right. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, tickets still on sale for Woe Free Lunch Live and Hog Boys 2, the Slings of Dickonos, September 2nd and 3rd. September 1st First and 2nd. Fuck, I always fuck that up. And uh, also, I messaged you this, but it's really fun to say, we have now outsold Newcastle in Brisbane. Oh. And we've also outsold the first Sydney show. Not hard to do. No? <laughs> but if you just let that sit there, it would have sounded fucking sick, all right? But you know what? Not that hard to do. We had very low numbers. But we have outsold it. That's mad. It's dope. Also, uh, like uh, like we said at the start, uh, code just for you guys, 50% off, H-O-G-S-50, HOGS50 at checkout. We'll give you 50% off tickets. Um, come to both shows. I have a fucking hour to work out at Slings of Dickonos. And I've, I've got like a 15, 20 that I'm kind of working on slowly, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really jealous of how you've paced yourself, actually. This is fucking starting to terrify me. I'm chilling. My goal is by the end of the year to film half an hour. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason, my goal is to do an hour by the next month. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah, dude, what are you doing? Man? I don't know, Fucking man. I committed hard. It, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to back it as a product, but this is going to be a really shitty September because I'm going to just be... It's so going to be busy, but it's going to be sick. Yeah, I hope it's so. It's going to be a good time. But hey, enough of that. Brisbane is where it's at at the moment. Okay, so you got it. You heard it all here first. Love you, everybody. We love you. Hogs 50? Hogs 50. Hogs 50, baby. Hogs 25 if you only want 25% off if you're a goose. <laughs> Get the 50%. We love you. Is Hogs 25 an option? Yeah. <laughs> do Hogs 50, stupid. Do, do Hogs 50. What are All you right. doing? All right. Love you, everybody. Bye. Bye.